Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name is MC Spell. Yeah, Jim Campbell's here. Hey, oh. Luke Moore is here. Have you hit record, Pete? And Pete Diddy Donaldson. It's not my responsibility. It is. It's not my fault the rest of them are all Luddites. Yeah, that's right. I got the dial. I can turn it down and turn it back up again. So what were you saying just there about Jesse Lingard, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> put, put it back in, yeah, I say. Yeah. yeah you, you say that a lot. What? Don't, don't cut it out. More of it. <laughs> yeah. More of it. <laughs> With, uh, one of the things that's come out about the Jesse Lingard, Jesse Lingard gate, yeah. is that every single... Um, Ramble has to involve highlights of the weekend and looking ahead to the weekend <laughs> now features inevitably 400 Jesse Lingard comments and you'll hear a few of them later yeah. good well will we who yeah. knows yeah. <laughs> he deserves it he's gone from strength to strength we should yeah. be talking about him now yeah. strength well, maybe we've inspired strength. him by being yeah. so indifferent to him that we're, he wants to prove us wrong we're the canary in the mine yeah we're the Lingard in the mine guys <laughs> With a lingo in the starting lineup. <laughs> oh my giddy aunt, eh? What about those Champions League goals Liverpool scored? They got a lot of them. They Last really night, did, that was man. absolutely fantastic. They scored a Too lot many. of goals. Yeah. <laughs> the most amount of goals an English side has scored in the group stages of the Champions League. Mm. Mm. That is that Liverpool side <laughs> for you, Jim. And they yeah. got a clean sheet as well. Uh, it was brilliant. You know, the thing that must be so exciting at the, about the Liverpool team at the moment for Liverpool fans is you, like, when you just listen to the commentary of the game, like the names of the players as they're just spreading the ball about so deliciously, like Coutinho, Salah, Sturridge, Firmino, Mane, all of them. You're like, yeah, he's good. He's, he's great. Oh, oh, I love this team. You know, <laughs> when your team is really at its peak and, you, and you're really sort of enjoying how they're playing, that, that's one of the sort of tiny little micro joys of football. And they have that in spades at the moment. <laughs> Do you fear for Jordan Henderson? I don't actually, because a lot's been made of him being being left out of the team. And obviously, he's, you know, he's a captain, so that's, that's quite a headline thing, isn't it? But Klopp has said that he was hundred percent. Thomas Vermaelen, not still the Arsenal captain yeah. <laughs> somewhere, yeah. <laughs> yeah, somewhere, and Barcelona and Ajax probably. <laughs> um, he's at all three at once, and yet none. He's a interesting philosophical question, is Thomas Vermaelen <laughs> indeed? Um, but I think you know he, Henderson's going to play on Sunday apparently um, against Everton, so that's a huge, huge game. So I think Klopp's. Klopp's got his faith in him and I think maybe a little bit too much has been made of this I, I don't think a captain's that important at Liverpool what are you going to say be top heavy yeah <laughs> swarm I, I, I can't, swarm is good I'm trying to think of the last time I saw a player and in this case James Milner come off the bench to make three assists yeah, yeah, that's, wow. yeah, that's really something. Very nice. Get and, old and, Milner, and Liverpool b- battered Spartak Moscow nice and early and obviously were 3-0 up with about 18 minutes gone. And you thought, this is going to be 3-3. Three, three. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll close it out to half-time, which of course they did. I think it was 3-0 at half-time, but then they just put the pedal to the metal, didn't they? <laughs> they it did, but that, did. that severe game actually in the, in the context of the last kind of what would it be, nine or ten games or something, that uh, nine games maybe that Liverpool have played, is a bit of an anomaly. Mm. Actually, Klopp yeah. said, you know, we had to learn from that and he would have drilled that into his players. Mm. Uh, and my goodness, they seem to have learned their lesson. Well, I wonder if Liverpool are, in fact, um, a bit of a danger in the Champions League this, wow. this year. Because I don't think, and I don't think anyone here probably thinks that they have what it takes to sustain a Premier League title challenge currently because of their defensive problems. But yeah. when you're talking about one-off games and two-legged um, two-legged sort of knockout ties and stuff, and given Liverpool's pedigree in the competition anyway, so they'll have the belief. I mean, the whole belief of the, of the European Cup permeates the club anyway. Mm-hmm. I think there will be... Let me put it another way. 
Shades of, of 05. A lot of big teams out there will not want to play them and they've won the Champions League when they haven't been the best team mm. before. Wow. Weren't they the best team in that competition? <laughs> Look at the lineups yeah. in the final. It <laughs> is it is crazy. Yeah, but they were better they were better than a lot of people gave them credit. No, 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 for. They, yeah, they, yeah. of course they were. Yeah, Absolutely. but you're right. It, when you're describing the uh, the Premier League season that they're having and then into the Champions League. But the, the, well, Klopp's in, taken well, Dortmund to the final and they weren't and well, Dortmund in, weren't amazingly good. In knockout football, you can't um, defend all the time. You, you, someone needs to win the football mm. match. You've got to so, get out so, there, exactly. So, yeah. so, so Liverpool have got that in spades. Did you see Sweden against Italy? It's a hell of an attacking lineup, wasn't it? Because you started with um, Salah and Firmino, Firmino up top, sort of um, um, on paper, but Coutinho and Mane just pushed out really, like, really wide. Yeah. So it's effectively a 4 2 4, which is such mm. a bold um, well, it is. formation, but obviously it paid off in spades. I love that. He's so committed to that. Yeah. I mean, Mane's goal as well. We have to give that. The, the, the volley, volley. yeah, Brilliant. unbelievable. It was, it was, it was delicious. I think with Liverpool, you're, you're right, Luke. Actually, I never really quite considered that then in the Champions League because the thing is, if you if you come up against Liverpool, if you come up against a side, if you're one of the big boys, say if, even a Barcelona or, or somebody like that, Bayern Munich, if you come up against a, a, a decent side who who are fairly decent all over the pitch, you think, okay, but we should have enough. We should be better. But Liverpool are so devastating on the counter, mm. and they have such a great dynamic forward line that actually it's it's an enormous consideration you know because it, the likes of even Barcelona who would, would if they if, for example I don't know if they can draw them I don't I'm not sure um, but but just say if they did in the competition if they wanted to push Liverpool and go right we'll, we'll just attack them you've got to be careful because yeah. you can't just leave that back door open mm. you have to give respect to that Liverpool forward line well what they're so good at is creating space because they're so fast and then just absolutely killing you with it and I yeah. think what, what Sevilla did which was interesting was just completely denied them that <clears throat> yeah. um, so it's about how they how they front up to that in, in, face, in the face of a team that are really good at stopping them from doing mm-hmm. that but will, will, will one of the big sides adapt their play significantly well, Liverpool can play they can't play Barcelona but they can play no. some decent teams they can play Juventus Real Madrid. They can play Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I think they can play Bayern as well. So, yeah. um, so <clears throat> there's, there's obviously a chance to, 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 to play against some good teams. And, and in many ways, it's almost, I think, it's a little bit of a, a sort of anomaly. Not an anomaly, but a little bit of a false, uh, a false, a false sort of thing to say when, when people say, oh, you know, you've got to win your group in the Champions League. They're, basically, they're essentially basing that on when Arsenal kept drawing Bayern Munich. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because there are so many good teams in the Champions League yeah. that your chances are two or three of the top teams are going to be drawn with another top team yeah. and they're going to come second yeah. and you're going to draw one of them. All that, advantage, yeah, all that advantage will be is for that next round. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, so exactly. It's, 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 it's sure, I mean, you, you do want to win your group. I mean, Real Madrid, you know, Spurs topping that group is is a strange one. Nobody could have predicted that, but they couldn't draw Spurs anyway, I believe, in the second round. You'd rather play Bayern than PSG, even though Bayern beat them 3-1, but the way PSG have been playing, you know, uh, and Juventus are in with Barcelona. So you would rather win your group, but I take the point. I, th- I think Pete's right in what he says, though. You'd rather be a team who who can who know and are confident in how many goals you can score yes. than being a defensively solid team so far that season. Because if you play someone really good, the chances are they're going to score, mm-hmm. um, and then you you need to, obviously then you need to score. Liverpool can score, can put seven past. Spartak Moscow, mm-hmm. obviously Spartak and Moscow. Maribor. Yeah, fine, but neither <laughs> of those teams are going to go deep in the tournament anyway. Thanks to Liverpool, um, exactly. So, so <laughs> it, it remains to be seen what they can do against against better teams. But the fact that they're scoring goals for fun is is a great thing. Yeah, and and, and when Alderman Chan in the centre of the midfield, you know they, you know they've got a lot of work to do with that mm-hmm. with that forward line. But then I suppose if you're defending from the front and you're 
you're playing on the break and all that kind of stuff. Actually, the, the forward line does so much work as well, so it does ease the pressure off those of off those two. But I mean, if they did play against. I suppose on paper better opposition than you would need another body in there. I don't but think he would play like that. Would no, he? but, but no. you could bring in Henderson. Exactly. You could even bring in Milner in that position, or lest we forget Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Liverpool um, didn't actually have a huge amount of possession against Sparta Moscow. It's fifty-two percent. One seven nil. Yeah. So, so they, 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 it's not as though they had. They just dominated the ball from start to finish. They just mm. dominated and were ruthless with their chances. Dominated the goals though, Jim. One hundred percent of the goals. One hundred percent of the goals. You yeah. can't argue with that at all. They're it's up like, that's seven one nil wins at once. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Leicester. <laughs> in their championship winning season. <laughs> That's a multi-pack. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, they're up against their friendly neighbours, Everton, this weekend, of course. Everton, uh, not so successful in, in Europe, it's fair to say. They're off to Cyprus uh, at the time of recording that game. Hasn't played. It's a dead rubber, though, so it doesn't really matter. Mm. Uh, the, the last I heard is Sam Allardyce is uh, not going out with them, which I thought was very unlike Sam Allardyce to pass up a trip to Cyprus. Yeah, very I, can't much so. I can't believe that. We found love, I love in it. a hopeless place. I absolutely love <laughs> Do you remember it. Remember him with the tie? Yeah, tie yeah. around his head. That was the song. <laughs> the song he was he was fist pumping. To can, you, can you believe that a manager of a top flight club is not going to an away game? Yeah, why? It's a dead rubber. Who he doesn't cares? care, does he? he? He doesn't care about standing on ceremony like that. And he's obviously looking at the Merseyside derby coming up and how good Liverpool are at the moment. Thinking genuinely, it is best for me to stay here and do more prep. And I think we well, can't know, do prep because his players are all be out there. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. You know, they're going to send sort of like a, a skeleton squad, aren't they? It's not going to be skeletons? of actual skeletons. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, he's been in touch with Neville Southall. I don't have any issues. <laughs> They don't have any energy. <laughs> They'll have no body to go with. Well, yeah. Hey. Craig Shakespeare, though, is taking the team. Exactly. Out, and he's as How good weird as... football is. I how, how will you muscle someone off the ball? It's worth the wait, Pete, in my opinion. Going back to the It's worth the wait. They will literally be down to the bare bones. Yeah, there we are. But I, I think Allardyce has he's, he's assessed what the situation is. And if he's decided he thinks it genuinely is best for him to stay home and do whatever that prep may be that he's talking about, and he thinks that gives his team an advantage, isn't that a sign of good management to just sort of to ignore the, the ceremony of, oh, you should be there and think. Ignore you know, the ceremony. That is literally a big part of the job, though, isn't it? It's the only part of the job. <laughs> I, well, I be mean, there. With, with a dead rubber. Pete, oh, Jim, know. I'm not coming to the show next week <laughs> I think I'm, I'm be I'd better have been at home you've, do, you've done that for two weeks if it's a dead rubber what's the point all these if shows it's, are if dead it's a rubbers. show we're never putting out why they're, they're all dead rubbers <laughs> we'll only edit you out <laughs> he doesn't know I just, <laughs> I just think it's funny I think it's the most big licks big Sam thing possible yeah, he's I, so I, emboldened since I like the England it. thing oh, he was funny. already Sam Allardyce it is funny because human beings predominantly actually only men get to a certain age and they just don't care yeah. Yeah. Like, Sam Adams is at that stage now Ken Clark He's oh, like Ken Bates. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ken Bates has never cared. No, that's no, true. but I mean, <laughs> he, he incredibly doesn't care now. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you, do you know the Chelsea Stadium thing? I don't think we mentioned oh, this on the show, but we were talking about so it good. a few weeks ago. They finally had um, permission to. They're knocking down a hotel, aren't they? They need to. They right? need to uh, knock down a part of some of the building or the structure around the stadium to expand the actual stadium. Right. Yeah. And I think that there was some. I don't know if there were apartments or there were hotel rooms or whatever they were, but um, there was one person. It left. was a pent. House, it yeah. was a penthouse, and there was one person who a was nail home. Yeah, if you like, who was who was holding up the whole proceedings, and it was Big Ken Bates. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> Brilliant, isn't it? Doesn't care. Does yeah. not care. No. Yeah. I, I, 
I'm, that's that's not the equivalent of that Chinese house that they can knock down. Yeah, yeah in the middle of the there's, there's, there's loads of them. Around it, there's loads yeah. of them. Nail, they're called nail homes, I think. Oh, nail is that houses. what you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Um, yeah, I, I, a friend of our. I can't know if I can say the story. I'll give it a go. Um, a, a friend <laughs> Jesse of our, Lingard. Yeah, <laughs> friend of, us, uh, of the ramble who remained nameless said that he was at some thing and Ken Bates was there and 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 and, and walking around and, and speaking in a certain way to lots of people and there was a, a little old lady basically is cheerleading walking around after him going oi that's Ken Bates you know that's <laughs> Ken Bates yeah. I, I, and I've watered down that story when, for the sake I, of uh, jail time when, when I first um, I, I had a job out of university well actually it was when I was at university at Chelsea fan TV oh, I remember you had that Chelsea yeah. TV and um, it was when Ken Bates was the owner right and, you used um, to bring your boots every week didn't you yeah well you never know <laughs> they only had Desai at the back at the time <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, um, and you, you, I, I never actually encountered him but I was told very very early on that uh, it's, it's Mr. Chairman is the only way you can refer, you can refer to him okay so if he, if he comes and talks to you you've got to call him Mr. Chairman wow yeah. hello Mr. Chairman let's just say it's a good job I didn't meet him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back to Everton and uh, and Liverpool or Liverpool Everton, uh, it's it's a huge game though. And if Sam Allardyce, if Sam Allardyce turns up, can get a win, <laughs> if he fancies it, yeah. if, if he can get a win, Everton, I mean, it, they'll be off. They'll be away. That'd be amazing. Yeah. And it would be quite. I mean, uh, maybe, it's unlikely though, based yeah. on the form of Liverpool. I mean, though. yeah, and they're sort of, I think they're winless <laughs> in seventeen Premier League visits to Anfield, so it'll be a big uh, big but scalp. I think there's some Liverpool fans out there who probably think that will be typical. Yes, if we, we, yeah. we win. We go through in the Champions League in some style. We score seven goals and then we lose three one to Everton at home mm. or something. But Everton are nine to one with bet three six five to win at Anfield on Sunday mm. under Big Sam's stewardship. Should he decide to turn up, <laughs> and ten pound will return a hundred pound including stake. That's not a bad bet, that. Mm. Not a bad bet at all. Do you see um, Sam Allardyce and Everton have been linked with uh, Stephen and Zonzi? Yeah, in January, yeah. and that, I mean that would be a coup. Cause and Zonzi's yeah. playing. I mean, well, he's fallen out of favour a little bit with with Sevilla and some people. Saying he's he's just they're not clicking. They've I, fallen I, out of love, but he has been playing pretty well in the last. I, couple of I massively underestimated Steven Zonzi. Yeah, when, I think we, we all did. did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been compared with Sergio Busquets and some of the stats at various points of the season. I think the first half of the season, mm. um, or was it last year? Or you know, back that up. And Sevilla, of course, he's playing in the Champions League. Yeah. You know, I mean, the teams we know him from as well are obviously Blackburn and yeah. Stoke, where they played very sort of combative football. So yeah. you might not have noticed. Um, I, know, I, I think sometimes Britain's not great for reputation sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Like, like, just in general, football. Peter. <laughs> Certainly at the moment. He's still, he's still 28 as well. I would have thought he'd be, be older than that. But, yeah, um, and he's so close to being getting that England call up as well. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> him he's, he's, him he's and actually, Arteta in the middle. He's actually been capped for France now, hasn't he, Zonzi? I think he has. Is that right? Yeah. I think France out of... So that's uh, nipped that in the bud. Out of principle, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, for crying out loud, we can't get out, get in here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dearie me. But yes, uh, the, the Merseyside Derby, we're looking forward to that one. There is a London derby uh, on Saturday. It gets the Premier League proceedings underway, I believe. Man- uh, Manchester United, West Ham United uh, against Chelsea. We'll talk about the Manchester derby in a bit. Getting giddy over that. But the Hammers, 10 points from 15 matches so far. Second bottom. Uh, better news from West Ham, though, is that apparently they've made up with Sporting after falling out with the Lisbon club over the proposed transfer of William Carvalho last summer. That was the whole Dildo Brothers yeah. business. <laughs> uh, but according to West Ham, friendly relations between the clubs will resume and there will be no barriers to both clubs negotiating or working together in the future. Yeah, I mean, the strange thing about this is that they, they put a statement out to say that they basically made up. Mm. So they're like Joan Crawford and Bette Davis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. Um, yeah. 
Uh, Jim, you, you, you famously, um, on within these four walls anyway, describe David Moyes as a man who shepherds living teams to the world of the dead. Yeah, um, he's the ferryman. Have you seen anything um, <laughs> since then in, in that 4-0 defeat to Everton? It, it, or 2-1 uh, loss to City? Yeah, that, that wasn't too bad. Come on. Man City were dreadful that day, but that wasn't too bad. Well, even though before that, he, you know, he, he was being his typical negative self. If anything, the picture has just become more vivid, Luke, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> I can just picture it far well, more clearly. The next two games are Chelsea and Arsenal. Presumably, yeah. they're going to beat Arsenal at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, that's one of those things, isn't it? You look at, quite often, you look at a team having a tough run of fixtures and you think they're not going to get anything out of that and inevitably football's not as simple as that and they do but I've, you know, without, with the risk of setting myself up for a fall I think that probably will happen here and that would give them what they'd be on like there would be 10 points after 17 games or something like that yeah. and you're in trouble yeah. at that point yeah Oh yeah, well, big time, of course. Yeah, but I mean, Will it's they, not... would they beat Arsenal? Because haven't Arsenal turned a bit of a corner now? Yeah, but they might oh, turn yeah. around it again. Although That's the problem the for Arsenal is it's a circular corridor. Arsenal anyway. went yeah. to turn a corner, and Jose Mourinho has stood on the, the corner <laughs> yeah. and put a stop to that, as he as he tends to do. But uh, but yeah, West Ham. I mean, they're in, in desperate need of points, and, and and playing Chelsea isn't ideal if you're after them points. But then Crystal Palace thought that, didn't they? They got a win against yeah. Chelsea. Exactly. And is it a good omen? Does it even matter in the slightest? Well, sometimes it takes that sort of that sense of panic setting in from you getting battered over and over again for teams to actually step up and, and give a big performance. It could easily be that either Chelsea or Arsenal underestimate West Ham. They step up, um, you know, nick a goal, get a penalty, someone gets sent off, and they can get something. We see it all the time. I mean, look at Man City. You know, the, the first half you could have made an argument that they're about to do that there. So I think you know, but West Ham would take a lot. They should take a lot of heart from that. Absolutely, <clears throat> and they should put themselves in the position. Where played Man City, Chelsea and Arsenal three games in a row. They need to put themselves in the position and David Moyes needs to make sure they take confidence from that game against City and and, and say to them if 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 the, any of these three or these two teams now because they've already played City, if either of these two teams aren't at the races, we've got to take mm, advantage yes. of that. We have to because we're at home for both these games. It's important that we do so. And West Ham are now 10 to 11 to be relegated with Bet365. So £10 will return £19 and 9 pence including stake. Yeah, and West Ham, you know, if, if they lose, there will be a bit of unrest, you'd imagine, in the crowd. They've had their bothers at the, at the London Stadium this season. Hopefully no one will resort to dropping their trousers, though. No, oh, God. As in the stands, as, as Have you saw. got a follow-up on that? I'm a fr- I've got a follow-through on that. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be careful, because this guy's only 17 years old. Yeah. And we've well, all, we it, can't be hypocritical. We've all done stupid no. things when we were 17. I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I, I'm doing it now. <laughs> Bless him, though. He's, he's actually come out and you know publicly named himself and apologised for yeah. it. Um, well, he, he, cl- he claimed he didn't jobby in the stands. No, um, he, says, he said it won't happen. I got a quote from him. It I love it. It won't happen, happen again. again. Got a quote from him. A lad who sat next to me put on Twitter saying it didn't happen. He said, I can confirm he didn't have a shit in his seat. I Fair can enough. confirm he had a piss. So <laughs> you know, it starts well, but I, I'd have a, stayed a incognito for myself on that one. Yeah. Well, we did establish that a, 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 a jobby is much worse than a piss. Yeah, you well, can he, imagine his mate saying, don't worry, I've sorted you out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he himself said, I'd rather it be that than having a shit on the seat, but I'd rather it be nothing at all. <laughs> we all, we all oh, agree, mate. Yeah. I'd, I'd bless him. A number zero would have been better than the number one, yeah. but the number one <laughs> is better than the number two. The higher the numbers go, it's my worse. Fa- my favourite bit of the whole story is he admitted that he was very drunk, yep. having had 12 beers, six ciders, but only ate two chocolates from an advent calendar that day. If, if further proof <laughs> yeah, that he needed, then that is bad luck. <laughs> well, I mean, that proves that there was no poo to be had. Yeah. <laughs> He's drank a lot and eaten very little. He's got poor admin because he obviously forgot to eat the avocado <laughs> uh, yeah. from the day before. Or he yeah. was cheating. 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's, gone, he's gone ahead. Yeah, yeah. So there Advent, we are. Advent, Mark. He, he said um, the first one was a snowman, the second one was a ca- uh, cracker. Is that right? <laughs> no, I made that. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Well, on that uh, on that note, we have to go to correspondence with this man called Pete Donaldson. PD, yes, Diddly we do. D. Yes, we do. Pete, you're off to Kenya tonight, aren't you? So we've um, got to, you're back for Monday, but we've got to take advantage of you as well we can. Christmas in Kenya. <laughs> Christmas in Kenya. That's what I'm up to. That is what I'm up to. Uh, we got a, an email from uh, Andrew Murray. Hello, Andrew Murray. Um, my my dad's a Geordie, and he always says, "Get your shit in one sock." Oh, really? Oh, remember I, we were I talking love about it this if he just on. emailed me in and just went, my dad's a Geordie. See you later. <laughs> Thank you. A friend of mine, uh, it was a number of years ago when Derby County were in the Premier League with a certain Costa Rican playing up front for them. Mm. And uh, they, were, they were playing football for the, for the team and he only had one sock on and he, and, he, and he lost the other. And one father took great delight in calling him Paolo One Sock for the rest of the night. Nice. nice. <laughs> and great reserve not using Paolo One Chop's name at the start of that. Yeah. Oh, I know what I'm doing now. All answer. in the delivery. That. <laughs> not, not your first rodeo. Um, so presumably like it apparently means get your shit together um, on the subject of missing important goals as well in 2007 Newcastle drew one all with Arsenal at St James's Park Adebayor put the Gunners 1-0 up in the fourth minute I'd stayed five minutes too long in the pub before kickoff, mm. so I missed that completely Newcastle didn't have a single scoreboard in the stadium until about 2014 it was in the days before smartphones so naturally I watched the whole game thinking it was still 0-0 so when <laughs> Stephen Taylor equalised late on for us I thought we'd won it 1-0 and celebrated like a madman <laughs> a point still not a bad result I was gloating to the away end sending mocking text to my gooner mates at one point called one up doing uh, your boys took one hell of a beating uh, speech quoting famous Arsenal fans like Piers Morgan and he does, he does say <laughs> Osama Bin Laden, Bin Laden yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bin Laden. Uh, moral of the story get your shit in one sock so you don't miss kick off yeah. Yeah, I, I when I used to go to, to Portsmouth every week way back in the day the guys I used to play football with who were all quite a bit older than me they always used to miss kickoff. He used to do my head in. Yeah. Yeah. It'd, be like, it'd be like 15 minutes to kickoff, and it's like a five, six, seven minute walk away. It's like being at Club Wembley. And, and they'd be getting another pint in. Yeah. 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 Not getting a pint in there. To be I honest, to be honest though, if you do that every week, if you go to the if, if you go to the to the ground every week, I think sometimes the you know it sets in a little bit. It's just a habit, yeah. yeah. It's absolutely a habit. It's yeah. a bad, bad habit though. Also, <laughs> some people are just bad with time. I've got a mate who thinks it takes 20 minutes to get everywhere, so yeah. he will leave that amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus Speller. <laughs> I pointed that and Pete read it out. <laughs> Aiden. Aiden, on last Tuesday's podcast, there was some discussion of Jose, Marin- Jose Mourinho's uh, sneaking into the Chelsea dressing room during a ban. I want to bring your attention to the story of Bobby Valentine in Major League Baseball a few years ago. Good during, name. During a game on June... He looks like Bobby Valentine, to be fair, especially by the end of this story. Uh, during a game on the June 9th, uh, 1999, during extra innings, New York Mets manager Bobby Valentine was ejected by the umpire for arguing a call. The next inning, Valentine re-emerged, lurking in the t- tunnel from the clubhouse to dugout without his uniform, but with a fake moustache, sunglasses and a different hat <laughs> and the brilliant. video attached give it a give it a google uh, give it a google um, Mr. Bobby Valentine moustache give it a google incredible like trying to get into a provincial nightclub having been turned away once already yeah. <laughs> pull your socks over your shoes unless I've right. got shit in it um, <laughs> does that ever work I don't, has anyone ever I've tried bit, that? I've, I've always done been that, yeah. told yeah I've been told that the it socks work, over, yeah. the sho- over your trainers it, if they you would know. look like woolen shoes yeah, 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 yeah. I don't care you're not getting in you're wearing woolen shoes yeah but then I suppose but there would be a chance wouldn't there so if you're in the queue for the nightclub club um and you obviously if you've got black socks on then you put them over 
And if, if a bouncer just just sort of glanced, if he just yeah, if he just saw sort of if you danced in, if you sashayed <laughs> past him, if you moonwalked, I'm in, ready for dancing. But then I'm it, ready for dancing. But if you moonwalked in, the socks would slowly come off. <laughs> yeah. You'd reveal yourself, wouldn't you? I genuinely got into a nightclub in Portsmouth by putting black socks over my trainers. Did you actually? I, I promise you, I've done that. Oh, okay. Oh, that, yeah. oh, well, that saves us having people email in. Yeah. I've but what that. I like about that, the managers are walking around. They go, get out. They're, none of them are ever going to go, get out. No, no, no when you're in, you're in. It's dark. You can't see. Yeah, you're fine when you're in. Like Pete, you spend all your time in best, indie nightclubs. You the, know how dark it is in the there. Yeah, indie nightclubs, you won't You're allowed trainers. And they're darker True. when you get in, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Hello to Harry, Middlesbrough fan from Wolverhampton, for a final email there this week. Afternoon, gents. After hearing you discuss the isolation of uh, Ramble listeners under the age of 25, I thought I'd get in touch. I'm a graduate of the Football Ramble Youth Academy. At the promising age of 21, I've been a regular listener for five years already. Wow. I'm not sure I like 16-year-olds no. listening to this. I don't like the idea of how young people are. Because if people, st- so there could be some people, but there could be some people, Marcus, who have listened to us the entire time we've been doing it. I don't know Dimitro Albertini. And they might, they might have been doing it listening since they were twelve years old. Well, and now they're adults. Well, they're, we've wrong. stewarded them through. I was going to say. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard that, any of the yeah. content? That's what's wrong with that. As you know, look, as we always say. I blame the parents. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> Keep an eye on your kids. Have a word with your dad. Yeah. Well, Harry goes on. The Ramble is the soundtrack to my commute to and from work. My favourite part of the journey, uh, going for gold, comes up just as I pull into the car park. I look forward to this part of the show all week and have been able to successfully identify a number of players so far. However, my Liar. excitement is burst most weeks when Pete reads out the first clue. I was born in obscure European town in any date before 1980. Oh, okay. This that, is that, met by this met is is this is met by a frustrated oh for fuck's sake from me in the car <laughs> as I now stand no chance of getting the correct but do answer. You, but do your work, do your research. Do you yeah. know what I mean? If, if you if, <laughs> do your reading, research if, every player. Oh, it's pre nineteen. I'm not having that because if if you're going to say it's piss poor. I was going to say it's piss poor. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Speller. No, because if you football if, pervert. If the footballer piss was bad. say Dino's off, yeah, for example, and yeah. we didn't get that, yeah. that's poor on us. Yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah, and Dino's had never played when we were were watching football. Exactly. For, for example, you got to do your research, big boy. <laughs> like, you can never get worse than the guy at that live show once. So Pete did a live going for Glow, <laughs> and the first clue was I was born in like on the third of May, nineteen eighty or something. And then the guy put his hand up and went Pele. <laughs> <laughs> he panicked. He had a lot of drinks, yeah. and he'd only had a we've couple all, of advent calendar chocolates. We've all done a few of them, though. Yeah. <laughs> and then he did a piss in his seat. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. No, if you listen, Happy Empire, that, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was not us. That post FA Cup show. Oh well. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. All would, would no be surprised. <laughs> there we are. We're going to talk about the Manchester Derby after this. All right, then. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. 
I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Yoan Kebab, Shola Amamovi, Hatton Ben Afri. <laughs> the the sounds of Joe Kinnear, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the man born nineteen eighty. <laughs> the sultry sounds. <laughs> <laughs> met him once. Never again. I met him as well. Uh, you did, yeah. yeah. I've met his like. He wasn't the sharpest <laughs> tool in the shed. No, no. But then who is? None of us are. I so. was going to say, yeah. Leave off joking here, everybody. Uh, Manchester City. They lost. They're beatable, Jim. They, they mm. can. They can Fallible. be beaten. They can be beaten by football teams. If they bleed, we can kill them. Yes. Yeah. In the words of Arnold Schwarzenegger in Predator, slightly changed, <laughs> slightly altered mm. to fit in for this Super Sunday context. Mm. Uh, yeah, they they lost for the first time since April. They were away to Shakhtar, of course, which is. It's always a tricky place to go, etc. Although Shakhtar are a genuinely good side, um, but they were already going through as group leaders. So for Manchester yeah. City, there was there was not much to play for. And Pep Guardiola did say that obviously it hurts to lose, but he was seemed quite pleased to get the loss out the way. He made he? a lot of changes as well. He did so make a few changes, putting a positive spin on it. He is. Um, well, he has but to. That's just the way it is. Quite. But they, I mean, they got beaten by a by a long ball over the top that just you know evaded their defence, which is very very un mm. un City for the first uh, for the second goal rather. It was quite um, pleasing though for the neutral. Yeah, oh, very much so. But <laughs> I, I, do you think there's anything in that? We're good to get the loss out of the way because I mean I think Mourinho is going to be looking at this thinking I am going to drag this into the trenches and you mm. are not going to like it. Is Fellaini fit? He wasn't. He wasn't <laughs> able to drag it into the trenches against Arsenal. No, and if you were going to have a defeat as a Man City manager in the shape that they've been in, yeah. you'd probably take this game. Well, you would, be, and even even the sort of psychological geological factor that it's well away from home, as well. So it's not at the Etihad; it's in a faraway land, and you come back and you go right. Well, we'll back on then. It's geographical, the... not geological. Uh, sorry, it's not the rocks. The rocks are nothing mm. to do with it. Well, I suppose it's <laughs> rocks, topography. Well, they way, play, were it? they playing on a cliff? Well, yeah. ro- rocks make up places, mate. That's true, actually. So without rocks, you don't have geography. In a way, everything's geological. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Phil Foden played, didn't he? I, I did, geologically. I didn't, yeah, I didn't see the game because I was watching the Liverpool game, but I know that Phil Foden actually started and finished he the did. game as well. So yeah. um, I don't know how he got on. Solid um, as a rock. It's exciting to see him start to play, though, because he's very, very highly rated. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's taking the mic. Man. No, he is. Okay, yeah, he's okay. hugely hard. He's taking the mic. He's, he's, he's well, because all anybody spoke about for three weeks a little while ago. Yeah, I, I had a I had a pop sign. I didn't think he was very good. That that was a joke. Should oh been, right, okay. Is yeah. he gonna is he gonna get on the England jet? You'd have him on there, would you? I'd have him all on there. The double decker, <laughs> the party plane, the, the fleet. Do you, do you think <laughs> the that the English Armada <laughs> of the sky? Here's, here's a um, yeah. Here's a uh, here's a here's a question to follow up on your point, Jim, about Mourinho taking it into the trenches. Yeah, Jim. This game's at Old Trafford, isn't it? Yeah. Is are the United faithful gonna gonna <laughs> gonna accept? Are they gonna accept? The way that Man City are playing and, and, and they're likely to win the league and they're, and they're playing much better football than Man United. I know what you mean, yeah. Are they going to accept that Mourinho's setting up his team and playing in that way at home against their rivals? They're going well, to have to. Let's ask so those seat guys that are always in the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always get on the camera. They do, don't they? They do. Yeah. I wonder if they pay extra for that. Are they the um, United faithful? 
I think they are. They are. But uh, if you look at the West Ham game, the way West Ham set up in the first half in particular, where they just sort of let City come at them and try to figure them out for a bit, I think um, obviously Man United will be able to do that in a way that's far less um, c- timid, almost, if that makes sense. In that I don't think Mourinho will be shy about just trying to slam them on the break because they can turn the ball over so, so quickly. You've got players like Pogba that can just, just pick a pass and power through that, that midfield. And I think that's what Mourinho's going to do. I mean, when I say take it down to the trenches, I don't think he's going to sort of like just pack the pack the box and just wait for City to come at them I think he's going to very deliberately try and just hit them on the break all mm. game because mm. I think you know uh, like Shakhtar they, you know, they're slightly vulnerable to that and um, inexplicably I suppose it's not that inexplicable but Graham Souness hates Paul Pogba doesn't he he does yeah, yeah I saw his he comments. hates flash he's, players he's he? always <laughs> complaining about him yeah but um, I think it'll be a fascinating game I'm looking forward to mm. it I'm looking forward to a well-rested City playing at Old Trafford because um, <clears throat> we've seen um, not that long ago, maybe five years ago, mm. City record sort of historic results at Old Trafford. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting. Well, we've had some good matches in, in previous weeks in the Premier League, so maybe it's a good we'll argument. have another one here. Um, Fellaini is a slight doubt. What? Does the whole the whole look of the game, the whole result hinge on that? Would you that reckon Mourinho would start him? He will feature okay, if, yeah. if he's fit. I mean, I, it's, it's like doubt, but I mean, people doubt he's a footballer. To be honest, <laughs> just, like, the thing is, he's so effective. Yeah, I but know. You, you I know he's effective. That. I think in the like same way was... that, uh, like, uh, he's l- geological. Letting a yak out on the uh, <laughs> on the pitch would be just as disruptive. Hey, like, get sco- somebody get rid of that yak. Hang on, he scored a few goals for Portsmouth. And he's still only thirty. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, um, I think like a prime minister, I yeah. think history will be rather kinder to Marin Marin Fellaini. Yeah, I should yeah. say so. Yeah, but Man City are twenty-three to twenty to win at Old Trafford with Bet365 so mm. £10 will return £21.50 including stake should Pep's men do the business mm. um, going briefly back to Shakhtar Pete did you enjoy Paolo Fonseca the boss saying he'd dress up as Zorro oh, in his that... post-match press conference and then did that was great uh, yeah I mean yeah. the doing is very much part of uh, yeah yeah. the yeah, doing is the, the crucial doing bit is the thing in it yeah. he, he looked great as well he yeah. did <laughs> he looked like he could have been him in a movie well I thought I thought that's the real Zorro. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Could have been a ruse. Yeah, and that's the real Zorro. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, Guardiola aimed a, a little dig at Pep and, and Veng ahead of the Manchester derby, saying uh, about injuries Manchester United oh, had. He won't shut up about it, will he? He loves it, doesn't he? He went. Mm. He basically went through all the, uh, the the Manchester United injuries and said he's a doubt. He's not going to play. Da di da di da. And then said this is not like uh, David Silva being injured, like Pep suggested, or or Lacazette when Wenger yeah. said he would be injured, and of course then played and scored against Manchester. But he also said, um, he said everyone, this this guy's injured, this guy's a doubt, this guy's a doubt. And then Nemanja Matic, he said he's injured, one hundred percent, but he will play. As in, and what he was trying yeah, to well, say then, was, yeah, was yeah. that, oh yeah, but my players play Tough. through the pain barrier, and and, and and it feels like to me. And this won't be a revelation to many people, I suppose, but it feels like to me that Mourinho settles on a particular subject or yeah. a theme and he just hammers it home over mm. and over again to the point where people just start believing it. Almost like Donald Trump, mm. but people just start believing mm. it. So the reason he's doing this in my assessment is if, if Man City walked to the league, the, the narrative's already going to be laid. Oh, but Man United had really bad injuries all season and mm. that's why it happened, which is obviously complete nonsense. Yeah, I, I think like the FA are going to have to put some sort of subclause into their rules that states that if you... Talk about something by just saying you're not talk, talking about it. You are still talking about it, <laughs> like Jose. And you get a ban. Yeah, and oh, you, just, you get punished in the same way you yeah. would. No, I think you, I think you get muzzled. Muzzled, literally, yeah, in the okay. press conference. So you have a member of the, the of what would be the Premier League, probably, sat there with a muzzle in his hand. And if, if, if you start then just talking, as you say, saying stuff while not 
saying, if you know what I mean. No, you've got to wear an inverse Zorro mask, which covers your mouth and your eyes. Well, either or is fine. But, but as long surgical as, mask. But as long as yeah. they get the indignity of the employee of the Premier League leaning over going, <laughs> yeah. no, bum, and sticking, official, maybe. sticking on their face. And then and they can only nod and shake their head. And for you've the got to keep questions. it on for the game. Yeah, yeah, I think that would work. Yeah, <laughs> <Job's> done. <laughs> it, would, it would be the deterrent that right. we've uh, we've been scrambling. Bloody game's gone without stuff like this. Motion passed. Speaking of injuries, Jim, what did you think of uh, Jack Wilshire posting uh, an ice skating photo the I, other day? I was impressed. <laughs> like, it's the first time I've ever seen a player be on thick ice. It's an incredible, <laughs> incredible way. Especially Wilshire. Yeah, well, indeed. <laughs> he even joked, didn't he? I did, skated for twenty minutes and didn't get injured. But Wenger said, "But it, bless him, he put a brave face on it, saying, um, you know, it's actually quite good for your for your balance.' But yeah, it's not great, is it?" <laughs> You oh, what, you're not allowed, are you not allowed They're to not allowed do... They're not allowed to do loads of no, stuff. Ice skating right? is one of those things you can very easily just break an arm yeah. to fall over. Have you ice But you'd hope, you'd hope that a, a Premier League standard footballer would be able to stop. Well, you would think, though, skate. but the, the, the main worry for, for anybody when you ice skate is it that you'll fall over and then somebody will skate over your hands and cut them off, <laughs> as we all know. Well, yeah. he wouldn't be able to smoke, so it'd be fine. <laughs> do you want to know the actual, the actual main, improvement. The main danger for injuries for ice skating isn't to do with your arm, it's your, it's your ankles. Right. Um, my, uh, sister, yeah. my sister used to be a dancer and she was never allowed to go ice skating. Right. Yeah. Be, it, can, it can really hurt your ankles if you mm. if you twist and turn and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, he did he did have a cigarette on the go, didn't he, Jack, at the time? <laughs> no? It's behind his ear. I don't think he was actually, <laughs> I don't think he was actually smoking it's it. Right. No evidence. He, he, he gave it to his child to hold. It. I've seen him play in the Champions League with a rolly behind his ear. It's just for the look. Don't like it. That's a cigar. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I applied it to a cigarette. They're very different things. Um, if Manchester City win a trophy this season, will Kevin De Bruyne do an Alexander Andreessen? And uh... I don't know what that is. Well, yeah. Andreessen, um, he plays in Norway. His team Lillestrøm won the Norwegian Cup recently. For the first time in 10 years, they, they, they won the Cup. He ruined or made the party, depending on your take on this, by stripping naked and cupping his bits with the cup itself. Oh, oh he the cup. Yeah. yeah, so he put his he put his knob and balls into the sort of the cup. So he he was naked, but they they couldn't see his manhood. I know still... what you meant. Yeah, <laughs> they still <laughs> get the cup though, right? They still count as winners. Uh, yeah, that is yeah, that's cool. Right, is that any it? worse than um, was it Puyol dropping it off the bus, or was it Ramos? Yeah, it was well, Ramos, I don't think he meant it? to. I don't think he meant to. Didn't no, the bus right. drive over it as well? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, yeah. Well, he was in yeah. transit at the time, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, the, 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 a member of the Norwegian FA said he'd wish the footballer had shown the cup a little more respect. <laughs> and Andreas had responded by saying, I can understand people didn't like it, but should I apologise to the king? Well, no one's saying that. No, well, yeah. no it's just a strange diversionary tactic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, what? So, you want me to apologise to the king? You want yeah. me to do it? No. No one's asking you to put your fucking knowledge well, Yes, <laughs> Put, don't put your numbers up people have to use and if you are going to apologise to the king get dressed first yeah. <laughs> so there we are uh, are we ready to move on to put Newcastle put that crown down <laughs> I haven't I haven't talked to Pete Donson PD P Don uh, Donny about Newcastle for bloody weeks oh. it's been a little while well uh, Ashley's still in charge yeah, yeah, I mean, right. are always you just bringing up Newcastle because there was a news story saying Staveley's uh, the, the the bid is off? Is Still, that why you're? It's uh... a derisory offer, <laughs> according to Big Mike. Oh, is he ghosted her? Yeah. That was happening. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, Amanda Staveley apparently is putting a two hundred and fifty million pound offer. Although some reports suggest that Ashley wants three hundred and eighty million. So one thing we're definitely sure of is the club is not worth three hundred and eighty million. Yeah. Well, what will happen is they'll go right. We want to give this amount of money. Ashley will say no, and they'll go right. The closer you get to relegation, this club is worth less and less and less. Mm, yeah. And Ike Ashley will put in less and less and less money into the club because he doesn't want to uh, put money into something he's about to sell. So we've we've screwed anyway, aren't we? So it's mm. just you know, as, a, as when this first came out, I did say 
uh, it log got shit in it. Yeah, so, so it's funny that, isn't it? That's weird, that. Funny you said that. Funny I said that. like that. Brexit in microcosm. I'd like yeah. to see Newcastle relegated and Ashley still stay in charge, <laughs> personally. Luke, well, apologise to the king. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me, get, let me just get dressed. Uh, <laughs> Pete, it's very, very early on. Apologise to Ledley King. It's very, yeah, it's very, very early on to say it's all gone to shit and it, I well, always knew yeah. it would go Oh, he's rubbish. Because you say that about everything. Yeah, yeah. and, it's, and it's, it's ongoing, isn't it? It's a negotiation. Yeah, but yeah. he's probably right about this one, though, isn't it? <laughs> you know? I think here, Mike Ashley was capitalising genuinely. Uh, I know it has very little to do with what's happening on the pitch, but I think Mike Ashley was capitalising on a, a surprisingly strong start to the Premier League season and uh, sort of gone, oh, right, there's me out. Let's get make a bit of money and uh, yeah. uh, and the the form has not followed through. The, the players just have, a, have not been good. No, no. they're, they're no, helping. They're, well, they're a championship team, aren't they, Marcus? In the, in the Premier League. How dare you? Um, okay. Will do you think he'll sell on Christmas Day to give the city the best Christmas present they could have wished for? Do you think um, that's the idea? Do you, you, you pre-wrote that, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't really go with the conversation there. No. But it's I'm, I'm going to go with no. Okay. <laughs> is Evander Stavely going to be available on Christmas Day to, yeah. to complete the purchase? Yeah, mm. it's probably quite well, a lot of work, isn't it? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. She's good for in, friends with our queen, uh, May. So um, May, maybe she's very. Um, what, you queen mean May? Elizabeth? Queen May. No, we've actually got a queen. Yeah, I was what? Say. <laughs> well, maybe she's highly religious, so she won't be doing anything on Christmas Day so if, apart if, from being Christmassy. If Queen Elizabeth II um, passes away, sadly. Is it your understanding that Theresa May? <laughs> <laughs> she's the she's the uh, the Queen of Youth team. I can't believe you just said our Queen. She's very friendly with our Queen May. Yeah. <laughs> well, I clearly know that the no, Prime Minister of England is not heir to the fucking uh, throne. He's Luke. the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Yeah, you know, yeah. So wrong again. Oh, there again, <laughs> uh, What does David Attenborough do? Pete? Where is he? Where is no, he in line to the he's throne? He's the Emperor he of the top- Topology. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and stuff like that. He's the em- emperor of the animals. He's king of the animal kingdom. Yeah, um, <laughs> it. It's a bit more news for you, Pete. Um, right. Newcastle are now five to one with Bet Three Six Five to be relegated from the Premier League oh, this season. Jettisoned. Ten pound return, sixty pound including stake. Should they disastrously fall through that trap door? Well, I've already, put, I've, already, I've already put on more than ten quid. Let's get very clear, Luke. It's the only thing that makes me happy. They last won in the league on the twenty-first of October. All right, two thousand and seventeen. <laughs> Always <laughs> worth stating. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've lost five and drawn one, Peter. I mean, no, they will be all right because there are some dreadful teams this season. Well, as well, as there always They're is. playing Leicester. Then Leicester yeah. have won two on the bounce. They're looking better under Puel. Yeah. I, 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 Do Lass- you think they'll win the duel Lassell's with Newcastle? Lassell just needs to come back, to be honest. He's... Uh, He's been a big miss, a surprisingly a big miss. I didn't see him being such a big player this season, but uh, he's been he really good. has stepped up. Well, he is the, um, cap- he is the captain. Peter. It was shambles without him. They've got a big. Um, they've got a bit of a sort of uh, sort of inconsistent group of fixtures coming up. They play Leicester, then they play Everton at home, mm. then they go to Arsenal, then West Ham, then they're at home to City, then they're at home to Brighton. So they're. Be- Rafa would definitely want to pick up some points in some of those games. Well, we but it's a bit we, of a mixed bag. We said this about like well, we, when they played like uh, like like about three or four matches ago. We had three, we run of three or four matches that were eminently winnable, and, and Newcastle just did not put any points on the board. It's just ugh, disappointing. It feels a bit like Newcastle still haven't figured out if they believe they belong in the Premier League. Do you know what right. I mean? They mm. put a little bit of a run together. And it's like all right, we're back. We're Newcastle. We know who we are, and then they just go on a losing streak, a, and then that sort of nerves comes in. But you got like Hosselu, who's quite a good kind of like knockdown kind of guy, but he. Ain't gonna score any goals. He can't hit the hit the goal for love no money. And, and Dwight Gale's a little bit lightweight. And all well, the, the, problem, all, the other op, all the other options. He can't stand Mitrovic. He doesn't want to put him on the field unless we're four 0 down to sort of go. Oh well, look at that rubbish. So and yeah, like, and, and is it fair to say 
that essentially Ashley hasn't backed Rafa in in the, in the quest for a striker that mm. Benitez wanted. Also, also it was five million quid, and and he's made the point. He sort of said, look, if you kick the ball forward, it's ten million. If you uh, get in the box, it's fifteen million. If you yeah. score score a, a reasonable amount of goals, it's twenty million nowadays. And things haven't moved on. That's what that that was Rafa's uh, reasoning. Yeah. And we got a five million uh, striker in the shape of uh, Hosler, who's not a. He's not, not a, a striker, he's a forward. I always um I always automatically assumed that Newcastle would be okay in the Premier League purely because Benitez is I think is such a good manager. But you know, you are right. I mean, they need to address the slump because it's easy to get into a habit of losing games in the Premier League. Mm. Atsu is a big miss as well. They, 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 they've lost their pace in, in, in but the feeling around the club as well is with with, with Ashley, you know, that the fans are fed up with him, you know, Benitez is fed up with him as well. And that that will filter around. That that will you know, uh, getting get into the mindset somewhere. Definitely, because they're a and massive the, club in the Championship and it's easier, much yeah. easier, obviously. Is yeah. it at the point where Amanda Staveley is fed up with him as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is she already <laughs> looking to sell? <laughs> <laughs> already looking to get out of the deal. Well, there we are. Poor old Newcastle. Um, Luke, what is our best bet with Bet365? Our best bet comes this week courtesy of Mr. Niall Hankinson. Oh, Hanko! Hanko says, All right, gents, I started listening to the Ramble late on last season. Uh, I really enjoy it and I fancy a crack in the hot seat. This weekend has got to be about the derbies on Sunday. We all can't wait for the games and I reckon Messrs Allardyce and Mourinho will go out and kill both games dead. They both know how not to lose games and draws are more than good enough for the pair of them against the sexier halves of their cities. Controversial that, Niall. The two draws has got to be a decent shout. Get me in the hot seat and let's raise some decent money for a good cause. Uh, Cheers, Niall. So he's gone for the draw double in Everton v Liverpool and United v City. So both those games need to be draws for the, the bet to come in. It's 17.37 to 1. So £50 with Bet365 will return a colossal £918.50, including stake. Blimey. With all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK, you must be age, over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. Uh, for more information, go to gamble, uh, begambleaware.org. Um, that is a huge bet, but I quite like it. I like it. Hmm. Yeah, big things, big things. So fingers crossed. Now, no one's got the mm-hmm. hat trick yet. We're in December now. No one's got it. He's he's <laughs> on his first one. He is on his first he's one. On his first I've one. I, I've come. I've got two, I think, and you I've did, never you got the third. Get two, yeah. yeah, so no one's done it. A few people have done a double, yourself included. It feels like it might be impossible. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, let's look ahead to the weekend, though. Yeah, a um, few things on the, on the Facebook here. Andy Mitchellmore, uh, having just realised that my wedding day is the day before the World Cup final and that my wife-to-be has agreed the first day of our married life is allowed to be spent watching the game. What a keeper. Oh. No doubt it'll end up being a thoroughly enjoyable Switzerland v Serbia final to really maximise the experience. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> Be unlikely, very unlikely. <laughs> um, Peter Carr, Sven Joran Eriksson becoming ah. Australia's national team coach and getting the Socceroos through to the quarterfinals for a penalty shootout with England. I mean, that's not going to happen on the weekend, is it? No, not really. He's he's very very loosely interpreted the brief there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think they're going to decide on Svenigans uh, or, or the rest of the candidates if there are any. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, until and I think it's in the new year. I think it's until February. Thank you for all your tweets. I'm <laughs> well aware. <laughs> I love the detail in which. You know about this, yeah. Of course, he does. Everyone well, gets because yeah. oh, I was sent enough articles about yeah. it, yeah. And, and I appreciate that. Sent what, what's wrong <laughs> with doing you anyway? No, you've got your friend's contact, Australia. <laughs> Australia at the World Cup. Interestingly enough, I singled them out, yeah. yeah in, in the when we were talking about the draw, and I had no idea Sven was uh, involved. And, and, and who knows, are you the, are you the new Tord Grip? Yeah. <laughs> I love know. that. He's the new Sven WikiLeaks. Yeah. 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 Give, <laughs> give me that phone. It, it could be, you know, if Sven gets the job, Bonza. If Sven was the president of the United States, you'd be Julian Assange. 
Fair dinkum. <laughs> um, Dan Shoesmith, friend of the Ramble. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to David Hold Moyes. up at the Svenbassy. Yeah, there we go. Nice. Wasn't worth the wait that No, long. I wasn't. Sorry. Um, I liked Apologies. It. Dan Shoesmith. Uh, well, apologise to Dan. Sorry, Dan. Dan Shoesmith. I'm very says, tired, um, so I'm sluggish and slow. He's looking forward to David Moyes' post-match interview defending his decision to mm. recall Joe Hart to the starting lineup, having just been annihilated 12-0. Would he, would he be at the Sventagon? <laughs> Better. That's good. Nice. Very, very good. Uh, Paddy Gundry says, I'm looking forward to some more Jesse Lingard chat. Well, you've had some of that, Paddy. And Martin Shaw directs this one at Pete, particularly saying, I'm most looking forward to Jermaine Genus's jigsaw. Yeah, oh, come on. <laughs> Aren't we all? That's rude, isn't it? Yeah. Aren't we all? Oh. It's only the quiz show that um, Going for Gold could have been. <laughs> the quiz show to right. end all quiz shows. Let's fend the show. <laughs> All right, there we are. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Bet365. It's been a lovely time. It's been fun. Yeah. Hasn't it just, eh? <laughs> yeah. Certainly has. Excellent stuff. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. I'm Goran to the pub. <laughs> 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 Say goodbye, Peter. Bye-bye. That's bye from me. <laughs> <laughs>